I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode 68, a key piece to your financial plan with Frankie Moore. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. I am so thrilled that you are here because I have an amazing guest today, Frankie. She's awesome, and I'm so excited for you to meet her and learn from her. She has a wonderful message to share, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about Frankie. So she is the nurse for your finances. Frankie is a registered nurse of nine years who has transitioned into full-time financial planning with the goal of creating an impact on female empowerment around their finances. We love that. So I'm so excited that you are here, Frankie. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Amber. I'm excited to be here too. Yes, absolutely. I love that female empowerment, especially yes. around money. So tell yes, me a little bit cool. how you transitioned or came into the financial field. Yeah. So uh, I like to preface how much time do you have? Just kidding though. I'm not going to tell the whole story, <laughs> but I was a nurse for eight years at the time and I had always been looking for something more. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to help people. And I was going back and forth between transitioning to finance to help empower women in their finances, just like my advisor had helped me. Um, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to give up nursing. So I picked up a bedside shift. I took care of a patient who was on his last days of life and he prayed over me. Um, he prayed over me and thanked God for bringing me into his room and told me that I had a new career with a completely different field that I'd never done before and that God had something more for me. Um, so I followed in faith and took the leap into this finance career and it has been challenging, but also so rewarding to just be able to help people in such a different way. I love that. And it's interesting that you maybe weren't necessarily looking for the financial field. Yeah. <laughs> you had liked the experience that you had, but then you were pulled and called to do that, to help families and, and those you know and care about with those financial needs and desires. Wonderful. Well, that is amazing, hon. So tell us a little bit about what do you do in the financial field? Yeah. So when I do financial planning, I really look to align people's income to their goals. So I can help people with both insurance and investments, but I try not to get bogged down in the products that I do and more so the overall comprehensive plan that I provide for my clients. My biggest thing is providing them with a secure financial foundation. But in order to do that, I have to figure out what financial security means to them. And so once I can figure that out in their goals, we base their plan based off of those things. I love that. And because everyone is so unique, especially with their finances and the goals that they want to create in their lives to Absolutely. have that overall, yeah, this is what we want to create. Okay. Let's make a plan to fit those needs and that, that you have, which I think is wonderful. Yes. yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, that's so great, hon. So tell me a little bit more about your planning philosophy. Yeah. So my my planning philosophy is I first start with building a strong financial foundation. So really looking at those pieces that protect your families and protect your goals, making sure that when life throws cur curveballs at you, that financial concerns are not the first thing your mind is going to. So I like to call it sleep good at night. Um, just really making sure that if something happens, whether it's you can't work because you're sick or injured, uh, maybe you are your way premature, whatever those fears are keep you up at night of what would I do if this happened? 
making a plan for that so that that is checked off off the table. And if something happens, we have a strong foundation to cling to. I think that's and wonderful. And then, sorry. Yes. Oh, go ahead. I, I know, I stopped. Um, then after we get that strong financial foundation, then I really like to look on how can we optimize your dollars? So where should we be saving them? What makes the most sense? Can we get enough money towards your financial goals? You know, if you have debt, are we paying it down in the most strategic way? And once we get those two pieces out of the way, it's like, okay, let's have fun. Let's grow it. Let's see what we can do with it. But I always like to go back to if we don't have a strong foundation, then if the fun growth stuff doesn't work, we again have something to fall back onto rather than just relying on that investment and growth piece. I think that's so smart because when it comes to a financial plan, you want stability. You want to make sure that, yes, we want to be able to grow our money and to do those fun things, but also having that base and that security to say, okay, let's make this comprehensive so that both areas of safety and growing your money can work for you and really serve them in their goals. Absolutely. Yes. So, so good. Yes. So has your planning philosophy shifted at all since starting your business? Yes. So actually when I first started my business, I was very investment focused. I did not want to be known as a life insurance salesperson. That's not what I was. And I knew how much of a relief it was to get my own life insurance set up and have that in place. But I still was struggling with translating that into my own planning philosophy. So I was like, yeah, sure. We can do investments first. Yeah, sure. We can start here and not really clinging to that foundational start. Um, three months into my career, my best friend lost her husband and she and I were supposed to meet two days after that. Um, and I had assumed that they had taken care of those foundational pieces. Um, they had it, unfortunately, and that shifted my planning significantly to no, you know, we shouldn't be putting X amount of dollars in the stock market every month. If there's not enough insurance in place that if something happens to your family's taken care of, it, it just doesn't translate. Yes. You know, we can put money into a Roth IRA. Yes. It can grow. Yes. It'll be great in retirement, but that doesn't help if you pass away tomorrow. And so it really shifted from, this isn't just a life insurance sale. This isn't just a product sale. It truly is foundational planning and it needs to be in place before we start putting our money in things that are a little bit riskier. Um, so it really shifted me into that protect, optimize, and then grow philosophy from really letting the clients lead it to be like, yeah, sure, we'll put investments in. That's fine. Um, but saying this is actually what's best for your family and we're going to go this way. If it doesn't align, that's okay. But from my perspective, we need to have that strong foundation. Yeah. So I imagine this has really changed your, you know, that planning experience changed with that kind of real life example for you of what happens when we don't have those foundational pieces in place. It does. The major impact it can have, not just in the present, the moment, but then probably for years to come. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And being from a similar field, we see this and we we hate having those stories happen. We hate having, you know, a family go through even more of a tragedy than they already have with not having the funds to then support them moving forward. But it's important to talk about because then when we just let the message out there and let them know that that's a possibility, then we can be more secure in finances going forward. Yeah. And that's, I always tell people, you know, the life insurance conversation, it's never fun. It's not like something we get super excited about. And like, I always say, this is the most uncomfortable conversation we're going to have, but we're going to have it and we're going to make a plan so that it's not a question anymore. It's not a fear. It's not a, what if it's done. We've planned to do the things we want to do with it. And now we can move on to the other pieces of the plan that are a little more fun to talk about. 
<laughs> yes, I will say, yeah, life insurance planning is not the most exciting or fun thing to talk about, but really a necessary component of a financial plan. Absolutely. Yes. Tell me about some of your experiences being able to service those that you are called to help. Yeah. So I've really felt a strong calling to be able to work with women. Um, you know, as you mentioned in my intro, being able to empower them in their finances. And lately I've been working with more women in transition, which excites me. I was a single mom for 10 years and always felt called to help single moms, but didn't know how, like I didn't know how that was going to look. And it's just been naturally, I've been meeting with more women who have been going, you know, they're going through a divorce and they're just scared. They're scared that they're not going to be able to make it financially on their own. And so being able to walk them through how to build a budget and getting their own things protected so that if something happens to them, like they have their own plan, it has been so rewarding. And my favorite experience was a client who was going through a divorce. We figured out she can afford to live on her own. She can afford to have the things in place she wants to protect her family. And she left that meeting and just said, thank you. And it was the most like peaceful thank you I've ever received. Thank you for just telling me I'll be okay. Because that's a big fear that we have. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we as women, especially may have been taught or had the experience of those around us where maybe others took care of us or others, you know, if you're in a relationship that maybe it's more of the man that needs to take care of. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, especially when women are in transition and maybe women are not in those relationships, that can be a scary and overwhelming thing. And so especially being able to kind of have those difficult conversations, but to say, hey, you're going to be okay. We can help you get through this yeah. and transition and you're going to make it financially. And I think that's so, so empowering and important for women to know. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I, I want to speak to that a little bit more too, because I feel like a lot of times because of maybe upbringing and different things, women don't feel like they need to be involved in finances. So whether they're in a relationship or not, there you go. Well, we don't really need to worry about that. We'll figure that out later. Can you speak to that and how you feel that could be impacting them long-term? Yeah. So a, a big thing I noticed with women, and I was guilty of this myself, is we are so focused on the day-to-day, -day, especially if we have kids. I mean, it's just one more thing. And we have these ideas in our mind, you know, I need to figure out what we're doing finances. I need to figure out retirement things. We probably need some life insurance. We probably need to add more savings, but it's just, it gets pushed to the back burner over and over because we have to run our child to whatever sport it is, or, you know, <laughs> the dishes are piled up. There's just so many things that we have on our plates plus we're working, that that gets pushed to the back burner. But what I'm seeing is I meet with more women that are in their 40s, they're in their 50s, they're getting closer to retirement age, and they're looking and saying, I don't have anything. Yeah. How am I going to retire at retirement age? How am I going to be able to not have to work until I'm 70 years old? Yeah. Because we've been focusing so much on our kids, we haven't been feeding ourselves and you know feeding our own finances. And so one thing I see a lot of women do is, they worry more about funding their children's future than making sure that their own future is taken care of. And though I'm also guilty of that, and I admire that we want so much for our children, it's like the oxygen mask on an airplane. We have to put ours on first. And what we've seen is that only 40% of women are comfortable investing. Only 40% of women feel prepared for retirement. That is such a low number compared to 60% of men that are like, I got this check. We're good. Yes. And so it's just bringing it back to them and saying like, you can do this. 
meet with someone that's going to take something off your plate versus put more on there, help you figure out a plan, explain things in a way you can understand and help you build your future and your kids rather than one or the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what if women come to you and say, well, that sounds great. I would love to put all this in place, but I just don't think I have the funds to do so. What advice would you give them? Yeah. So a lot of times when I meet with people who that, you know, they're living paycheck to paycheck, they don't know where these, how am I going to pay for a plan if I don't have the funds to, you know, even fund, you know, pay this bill. So what I tell them is first, let's sit down. Let's look at your expenses. Let's look where money's going. Let's look at what you're doing at work. Maybe you are contributing to financial goals and you don't even realize it. You're not giving yourself credit. And so giving them just the gratification of maybe you're putting 5% towards retirement. Good job. Like that's awesome. You're saving towards your financial future. Mm-hmm. Um, really meeting with them, breaking down their budget, figuring out where dollars are going, identifying what's important to them. And then getting buy into that of if these are the important things, how much would you like to commit to it? What should we start at? You know, we don't have to start at saving 20% to financial goals. Yes, that's amazing. That's what we want you to do. But (laughs) 1%, we can start at 2%. So really making sure that they have an understanding of where their cash flow is going and then seeing if we can implement any strategies for them and go from there. Absolutely. And so it's basically opening up the conversation. Don't assume that, okay, it's too far gone for me. There's no hope. I have zero money. Just opening up that conversation and just looking at a budget, looking at statements, looking at what is coming in and what's going out, where that money's going can be so empowering to help you know, oh, there is something there. And even that small amount, it could be a small amount, could be put towards building a better and brighter future. Yes, absolutely. So, so good. And another thing that just kind of came to me as well as we were chatting kind of back to when maybe women aren't as concerned about finances and they're getting later and later in life and noticing, oh, I might not have as much in place. What happens to when women maybe get older and a spouse passes away or they get a divorce that can make a huge financial impact on them. And if they haven't been maybe involved with finances along the way, where does that leave them then when maybe they're in their fifties or in their sixties and something like that occurs? Yeah. So, I mean, it could really be the same for any age. You know, I I've met with people in their thirties that are going through divorce and they're like, my spouse has handled everything. I, I don't know what to do. And so as they get older, I mean, it just becomes, honestly, it's a little bit more scary because now we're in maybe retirement years, like you said, and we don't have a lot of income coming in. We're used to having two incomes. Now we have one. Um, it's a scary time. And so again, it's figuring out what money is coming in, what's going out, what can we afford? You know, what expenses do you have? Is there anything that we can reduce? Is there anywhere else that we can pocket money? Are there any jobs that you just wanted to do for fun that maybe could just add some extra dollars into your budget for you to have fun? So it's just figuring out their fears and their concerns, and then seeing if we can find solutions them with that. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be a hard or a long conversation. <laughs> it might feel a little yeah. uncomfortable, right? Talking about money, but it just kind of from what you mentioned, it's like, let's just bring it out there. Let's just bring it out into the open and just chat about it. And that's that. And then we'll go from there. It's like step one of the financial journey. Let's just open it up and then we'll see what we can do from there. Exactly. And that's a lot of things that when I, that I hear from people is, 
when I call to see like, Hey, do you want to meet and sit down and go through finances? I'm like, well, we're still trying to figure out our goals and we're really struggling on it. And I'm like, that's okay. Like, that's what I'm here for. Our first meeting, we're going to dig in and we're going to identify goals because many of us, again, we're going to put it on the back burner. We're going to say, Oh, I'll think about goals later on. That's not important right now. (laughs) And so I tell them like, don't let that be your stopping factor of once I figure out my goals, then we'll meet because then it could be you're 70, your spouse has passed away. And now we're having to figure things out versus meeting when you were 50 and your spouse and you were there together and were able to identify what kind of future you wanted, but it's never too soon to start thinking about goals. And once we can identify goals, then we can start building that plan. Exactly. And I love that you brought that up because sometimes we feel like we don't know enough or that we don't have it all figured out. So then we can't go in and talk to any one in the financial planning field. It's like, no, I got to figure out A, B, C, D, E, F before I can go in. And that's not the case. Let's help you figure that out. So then you have a direction and plan to move forward with. Yes, exactly. Oh, so good. Well, what would you say to those women, especially whether they be married, whether they be single, whether they're in a partnership, wherever in the stage of life they're at, what if they're afraid to take any steps forward? What would you say to them? What advice would you give them? If they are just feeling that fear of what if I do something with my money and it's not the right choice? Yeah. Well, I would just say, you know, sit down and think about a future that you want. Let yourself dream, let yourself envision what you would want to happen. And then look for someone that you trust that feels like, you know, they listen to you. They talk with you and not at you finding someone to work through what you want and setting expectations with that person. You know, when I meet with my clients, I say, what are your expectations of me? If we meet again in three years, what tells me that I did my job right? And so have that conversation with whoever you meet with, you know, being open with them, letting them know I'm scared. I'm worried about this. I am worried about putting my money into this product. And what if, some, you know, what if I lose it all? Uh, because really we can base as advisors, what we do with your money off of your risk tolerance, you know, what you are open to having happen with your money, what scares you about what could happen with your money. We take all of that into consideration when we're building your plan. So I would say, let yourself dream, envision that life that you want, and then just make the phone call. There's a lot of us that do financial planning. We do consultations that they don't cost you money. So just get some opinions, like meet with people and just see what they have to say and trust your gut. If it doesn't feel like the right fit, that's okay. Find someone else. Yes. You're not locked in. If you have a financial consultation, (laughs) you want to find someone and you just mentioned it earlier, that is not going to talk at you, but talk with you and really figure out what your goals and dreams are and what they can do to meet those dreams and goals and put a plan in place. So definitely, you know, that I would say, even if it's scary, take that first step. Yeah, Be willing absolutely. to call, have a conversation. Because once again, most of those consultations are complimentary. So that's a no risk. <laughs> you just go right. in and you say, hey, this is what we're thinking. Can you help us with this? Or if you haven't figured out goals yet, please help us figure this out. And if you feel like that is the person for you, awesome. Then you can take the next steps going forward. And like you said, if it doesn't feel right, if you feel like maybe this isn't aligning with, you know, our personalities or our goals. Great. You can go to somebody else. And that's a great possibility until you find that person that is really going to benefit you the most. Exactly. Yes. And I love too, that there's options. 
a lot of yeah. times I think we just don't know what options are available. So we just go off maybe what friends have told us or what um, our parents have told us or whoever that we're speaking to about finances, maybe that isn't in the professional realm. And we just go, oh, I guess that's what's available. It worked for them. I guess maybe I could do that. But knowing those options can really open a lot of doors for you. And in, in once again, also that risk tolerance as well is that you don't have to go into super high risk things if you don't want to. Right. You can get things that are much more secure and even some with guarantees. It just depends on what you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned, you know, who we get our financial advice from. And I still remember I sold my first home and I had a, I made a really good profit. And I asked my dad, like, what should I do with this money when I bought my next home? And he was like, oh, you know, you should put a shed in your backyard and extend your concrete slab. So these are great ideas and he's adding value to my house, but he didn't know that I had credit card debt. He didn't know that I had other things that really should have taken precedence. And I'm thinking, well, these are the adult things to do. My dad's telling me to do them. He's very financially well off. I'm going to listen to him. And then hindsight, when I met with my advisor, and then now that I do this, it's like, oh, even though these people have the best of intentions for us, we don't always share the full picture with our family. So we get this advice from people, but they don't know that full picture. And that's why I think it's so important to meet with a professional because they're going to ask you for that whole picture. They're going to want to see every piece. And then while it's very vulnerable, it allows them to really build a plan that makes sense for you. Absolutely. And it is just no going into it. They're there to support you. It's not yes. to air out all your dirty laundry, if you will, but it's really <laughs> to say, I need to know the full picture so I can help you the best. And exactly. so if I know that you've got credit card debt, then we can know how to work on that as part of your financial plan. But just like your father, if he didn't know the full financial picture, then the plan isn't going to be as effective going forward because we don't have all exactly. the pieces of what's going on. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's so important to remember as well is that even though those we love have our best intentions at heart, normally, <laughs> more often than not. They, they may not know everything that's going on. And at the same time, something we have to take into consideration is they're going off what worked for them and they're going right. off their experiences and everything that they went into. Well, of course, what we know is constant is change. Yes, <laughs> and that yes. also applies to the financial realm. And so maybe everything that served a parent, maybe not, may not be the course for us right now. There could be something else out there that could serve you and your goals more effectively. And so that's another reason too, to go to a financial planner to say, okay, what would work best for me in this situation right now with the goals that I have? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, any other thoughts you want to give our listeners, Frankie's advice that you would want to give them, especially as they're going down their financial journey? Yeah, I just, I just want to say, let yourself dream let yourself be empowered. It is so wonderful to have a partner to do your finances with. That was something I had to learn coming from being a single mom and then getting married. I was like, oh gosh, what do I do? How do I share? How do I split this responsibility? But <laughs> let yourself ask questions. Let yourself wonder about your plan. You know, ask your spouse, what is the plan? Get involved and don't let the fear of not airing your dirty laundry, but having to essentially get naked before an advisor, you know, letting them know what liabilities you have, what things you own already. Don't let that fear 
stop you from meeting with someone because like Amber said, we're here to support you. We're not here to judge you. Um, many of us, we've had our own financial struggles and that's kind of what got us to this place. Like we want to help people. And I know Amber helps with financial coaching, which is phenomenal. And I was telling her that that is such a need for so many of my clients because it's a lot about mindset. And so I just want to encourage you to get yourself into an empowered mindset, let yourself explore a financial plan and meet with someone that again, you feel like you can trust that you feel like will listen to you and that will be doing things out of your best interest and not theirs. Absolutely. That's key. And I love that you say dream because yeah. how often do we sit and dream? <laughs> how often not, do we not often enough? Yeah, not often enough. How often do we think about what if I could create anything in my life and have the things in there that speak to my heart, what would it be? And I love that that shifts that mindset to help us thinking about, oh no, what could happen to what can I create? What yes. can I make happen in my life? And then of course, Frankie will give you the steps to get there. <laughs> She'll give you that financial roadmap then to get from making it dream stage to then making it a reality. And so, you know, definitely reach out to Frankie. Now, where can my listeners find you? Yeah. So I am on LinkedIn. I've got a website, um, Instagram, Facebook. So any of those are available. And then I don't know, will you put my contact information in the details of the show? Yeah, we okay. can put it, that in there as well. Um, so if there's a specific place that's the easiest, we can let them know too in the show notes. Um, and that way they can connect you with you. They say, hey, Frankie, someone I want to talk to and learn from, and she can help me with my finances. That would be awesome. I'd love for you guys to connect. Yes. So we will share my email then, because that'll be the easiest way for us to get in touch and get something set up. Perfect. Wonderful. Frankie World, I'm so grateful you were able to come today and share your wisdom and your knowledge. And I know that's going to be beneficial to so many of our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine taking control over where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. Imagine the freedom you will have from not worrying constantly about your finances. Imagine enjoying the decisions you make with your money. I know this is possible for you. Head on over to amberpetersoncoachingfinance.now.site where we can work together to make it happen. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.